You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at vspdirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Nothing, what are you doing? Nothing, just Chill, hanging around? Yeah. You just got back from the store, didn't you? Yeah. Well, tell us what was on the grocery list. What, what do you eat nowadays? Nothing, really. I just get some for dinner. Uh, I just got some fucking hamburger helper stroganoff shit. Ooh, nice. I'm not like to cook. I, I know you know this about me, but for the listeners... I'm not much of a cook, so I keep it simple. Yeah, my brother-in-law was making some hamburger helper the other night. Nice. I haven't had it in forever. Sounds kind of good, actually. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, it's not gourmet. What's what's the like? What's your go-to? Stroganoff. That's the best one. Yeah, there's a they got a stroganoff and a deluxe beef stroganoff, and I have absolutely no idea what the difference is. You've tried them both? Yeah. And you can't decipher? No. <laughs> What's in, what the difference? All they, give, all they give you is a noodle and a seasoning packet. Yeah. Like you provide the beef. Yeah. The add-ons that you may want. It's the deluxe seasoning. Yeah, apparently. Must be. Put some crack in that seasoning. Is it the same noodles? Uh, I think so. Looks like them? They still do, like, tuna helper? Yeah, they got a couple of tuna options. I remember the tuna. I remember there was one that was, like, a... Like a cheesy... Ha- or, like, yeah, like a cheesy hash brown casserole. Ooh. Is that I'm still... I'm not seeing that anymore. That's, Maybe that's a big question thing. That's not available? I've never seen it out here. That's a bummer. That's the one I remember that I liked. Yeah, it's been like up and down here. Like it's been like forty degrees, and then like earlier today it was like sixteen. So it's been all over the board. Yeah, same here. But uh, yeah, it's just been warming up, and I think it's like what it's probably close to sixty right now. Damn, that's super. That is really warm. Oh yeah, it all comes with the sun, baby. So on a Sunday, on a sunny day, man, it gets warm. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it was warm. It was hot today. I've been going to Bernard's. Like, it started out, like I said, at, like, 16, but then it's been warming up all day. Um, but I've been going to Menards back and forth over and over again. Um, 
Because, yeah, that's what happens. I'm not, I'm an okay, I'm not a good, not a great handyman. Maybe not even a good handyman, but I'm okay. Uh, there's one thing that I've learned is that at my, at my expertise level, one trip to Menards is not possible. What do you mean at your expertise? As a, as a tool guy, you gotta it, go back to get some shit? Yeah. If you, yeah. I'm a, I'm a two trip guy at this point in my life. I don't know if I'll ever, you know, maybe one day I can be a one trip, one Menards trip man. Um, but those are lofty goals. I don't know if I'll get there. Right now, I'm at a, I'm a two-trip minimum. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd be the same way. I'd be probably three, four trips, and then I'd give up. Yeah, I've, I've, I've came a long way to become a two-trip man. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Handyman's not easy shit if you don't know. Like, it's all... It's like walking into a guitar center if you have absolutely no idea what music is. Yeah. You know, it's the same type of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've just learned random shit throughout my life doing random stuff. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two-trip two trip minimum man. Maybe one day I'll be a one-trip guy. I don't know. So uh, what, were you, what were you doing at the Bernards anyway? Oh, you want me to break down why there was two trips? Sure. I can do a quick, a quick dissection of the two trips. Uh, so... I'm taking, like, my toilet out of my bathroom and, like, the vanity. And um, you ever notice, like, the on the water valve that's by your toilet? Like, it turns the water on and off. It's just a little on-off valve. Yeah. should be down by your feet somewhere. On. Yeah, familiar. Okay, so there's one there, and then there'll be two under your sink for the hot and the cold water. Um. So one of those I had to replace. So I went to Menards, got the thing to replace it. And then when I go to do it, like tear out the vanity, everything's torn out. When I go to do it, when I'm screwing that new uh, valve on, it the, the water line was so close to like the drain line that I couldn't, like you couldn't turn it all the way, you know? It just kept hitting the drain line. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't screw it on because the drain line's in the way with the, the the fixture I bought. So I had to go back to Menards to buy a different one that would be able to screw on there. So like it's it's something that simple that would require two trips. Oh yeah. So you get into something like it's just crazy. It's like every day you make two trips. And you wonder why those places stay in business. That's why because people are coming back from <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you know what else you do when you become a Menards person? You you take back. You're constantly taking shit back. Because you go there and you're like, oh man, I don't I don't want to have to come back again. Like I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking coming back here. So you buy like five different things because you never know what problem you're gonna hit. So you buy like five things. You're like, well, if they don't, if I don't need them, I'll bring them back. So every time you go back there. You're in the return line as well, returning all this other shit you never used. It's a vicious, it's a vicious cycle. It really is, dude. Jesus. And on that, are they, uh, are they cool with returns? Oh yeah, the return is is you, you're never even questioned. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I think I'm not the only person that spends every Menards trip at the return line.
There you have it. Um, wrestling this week, Jeff. What'd you think? Uh, well, first off, we learned that the pay-per-views this weekend. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, news to me. Yeah. So like this we touched on last week, um, Raw had absolutely nothing going. Yeah, I mean, there's matches. Like, I just looked at the card. There's a lot of stuff going on that I I had no idea was booked. And we, we were kind of clowning on this last week, but it really is uh, a throwback to past times, the way that you're just throwing these matches together week up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, in one way, it's kind of refreshing, because, yeah, it used to be like that. Now Nowadays, they announce, they announce the matches, like, the first night after the last pay-per-view. Exactly. Yeah, I just got so conditioned to that type of thinking that I, I, I got concerned when we didn't have anything going for Elimination Chamber. But, I mean, if they want to start doing this type of route, I'm down for that, too. Oh. All right. Uh-oh. All right. Hold on. Are we recording? Little right. check. All right. Huh? Yeah. All right. We're back. Um, back. Back again. So I I didn't hit the I put, I was on the wrong microphone again, Jeff. It's a, it's a classic mistake. You know, we caught it. Uh, I did it. I did a little listen back, and I think it's going to be salvageable, and we're just going to keep going. Yeah. So. If, if, I mean. Most you missed was a detailed Menard story. Yep, if you missed my Menard story, I apologize. Uh, it was completely worthless. So you, your life will be ju- you'll be just fine without it. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was some old school booking with some uh, you know, you get your matches the week of. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I'm down for if they want to go with. Uh, the keep us in the dark type route a little more because then you actually get hype when you see what the matches are the week up you know you're like oh shit i didn't know finn had a match or i didn't know blah blah, blah had a match yeah i mean like i said there's stuff booked here that i had no idea we were doing exactly well i mean i knew like i i'm aware of the feuds but i didn't know it was an actual match yeah, um, yeah, that, that, that's the route they used to take all the time. Like people would be feuding, but they wouldn't set anything in stone. Yeah, I like it. And so we'll get to that though when we do the uh, prediction show for the old elimination chamber. Um, we'll start out with a little Monday Night Raw. Uh, coming live from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yep. Grand Rapids, which I thought the crowd was a little weak in, in Michigan this night. Yeah, they were. They were a little weak, but they, they definitely I mean, look, they looked like they were paying attention for sure, so maybe it's just a different kind of crowd. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't think they were I don't think they're hating on it or anything. Probably just a different crowd, but this one definitely good. I'm just gonna say they're probably just happy to be warm. Grand Rapids, Michigan is a son of a bitch this time of year. Oh, I bet. Uh, this one we got to talk. about. The big one in this one was definitely the Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Triple H, Stephanie, the whole shebang. Yep. Uh, so it starts out with Triple H and Stephanie in ring talking about Elimination Chamber. Um. 
I think that's when they announced Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot, or maybe I missed that. I don't know. Uh, like I say, I think um, they might have hinted at that uh, in the backstage scene. I was struggling to remember from last week's Raw that wasn't on the Hulu cut. Okay. Um, but yeah, this was definitely like where it got made official if they didn't break it on the internet prior to that. Okay. Um, triple- yeah, Ronda versus Ruby. Yeah, you got Ronda versus Ruby announced. Uh, Becky comes out. The man, Becky Lynch. And then Triple H and Steph kind of just, you know, reveal that Becky went to the doctor and the doctor cleared her just like nonchalantly. I thought that was weird. Yeah, and also Triple H threw in that she went to her doctors, not our doctors, but our doctors do agree. Like, why'd you throw that in? Yeah, it was like he stumbled. It was like at first, I think he stumbled and said she went to our doctors, and then you know to keep with the kayfabe, he's like, "Oh no, I mean she went to her doctor, of course." Oh, okay. Because you know Becky doesn't trust him. Yeah the the real the re- revelation of that was pretty like nonchalant and like sweeping it away for all the hubbub that was made. Yeah, sure. yeah, all the hubbub to follow because, like, last week that was the big thing. We were like, you know, you got to go to the doctor, and if you don't go, you're suspended. And she said no, and then Stephanie suspended her. And then this week they just kind of they just kind of tell us that, yeah, oh, yeah, she went to the doctor. Doctor cleared her. The match is on. Suspensions lifted, and they just kind of act like it's all good. <laughs> and then they say, well. Your suspension will be... Everything's all good if you apologize. So she has to apologize. Becky refuses. Triple H says she has to decide by the end of the night. So that, C-O-B. <laughs> C-O-B. Close of business. Triple H wants to know. So uh, I like this segment. I like when they do something that you have to wait till the end of the night. Keeps, keeps you entertained. Yeah. Also old school. Yeah. there was There was always something like that back in the day. Yeah, will he do this? Stay tuned. Don't yeah. turn up to WCW. Yeah, we can't leave now. We gotta know. Is the man gonna apologize to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon? Um, so we'll get to the finish of this later, but that's all we know so far. Oh, let's real quick, Jeff, let's update. We had a couple of points here. What's that? No. Oh, and this? Some physical points to the WrestleMania sign. Oh, yeah, sign points. WrestleMania sign points. Sign point update. So, yeah, that was, um, let me get my sign point sheet out. Excuse me. Caught me off guard. Yeah. I kind of threw that in your lap. Um, so, that, that was, um, Triple H's. Yep. Had a sign point. Becky also had a sign point. Did, no, Becky's sign point was later. Yeah, as I say, no, I think that was just, that was... An, a, a, a standard Triple H point, and then yep. a Stephanie McMahon point that was questionable, and we deemed that one invalid. Yes, this, the Stephanie McMahon point was more of a uh, open-palmed presentation. Yeah, as if you were standing in front of a PowerPoint. Exactly. At Community College, and you might, <laughs> you might, <laughs> you know, they taught us how to do that in eighth grade, and we use those skills. When we went exactly. to community college for a semester, 
and we <laughs> and we'd put our backs to the board and we'd throw up our open palm gesture. It's not a point. We decided that to be an official WrestleMania point, it has to be one finger extended to the sign, not an open palm five finger. Yep. Not valid. And like we mentioned, they're doing a lot of implied uh, implied points with uh, the way they position the camera and everything. Like showing someone in the foreground with the sign in the background. Symbolically. Yeah. I know. I wish we I wish we would have counted those too. Uh, an ocular point. Maybe next year, but Vince is keeping us on our toes. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. Thanks, Vince. Let's give uh, let's give Vince McMahon a round of applause, shall we? Thank you, Vince. XFL. XFL 2020. <laughs> 2020. All right. So after that, what else? What else did you like from Raw before we finish up that story? We'll we'll make that a. That's the first bread of our sandwich. Okay. Um, I don't know if this made the uh, cut. Did you get? A, did you get a CKO? Uh, I did get to see KO, yes. Reporting live from some bowling alley. Yep. And he's uh, telling us that he's expected to come back in, quote, about a month or so. So I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love KO. It's going to be good. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Definitely weird, but kind of is different, so I was okay with it. He's also wearing a Blackhawks hat. Good man. He was. He looked like, like, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, because wrestling's such like a, like a cult fan base, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, like a ton of people, you know, most people don't know who that is. And he just looks like, you know, you, you would never think he was an athlete. No. By that. No, he looked, he looked like a bowler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looked, he fit right in. Yeah. He just looked like dad that took his kids bowling. Exactly. And the, the funny part about this was, uh, he's like, hang on, you want to watch this? And he's going to roll, and you think, like, it's going to be classic wrestling, like with Mr. Perfect, and he's going to get a fucking Brooklyn strike. Yeah. But he rolls and immediately fucking goes right, right into the gutter. Yep. Strikes and gutters. <laughs> Strikes and gutters. But yeah, it's good to hear from KO. I, uh, you think he's going to make it back before Mania? Yeah, I think I think if it's a month, I think so. I think he's in a he's in something with Mania. It better be, man. What was he doing when he left? Oh, uh, uh, Lashley. With uh, Zane, he had just come to Raw with Zane. Yeah, but then they kind of separated. I'm pretty sure it was Lashley. Kale and Lashley. I'm pretty sure that was the last thing he did. I don't think uh, it, when was this? Were we even doing podcasts at this point? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. Um. So yeah, that'll be that'll definitely be good to see Ko back in action. Um. Other than that, on Raw they did a a triple threat tag team match for the ladies to determine the first one of the first entrants. Uh, in the Elimination Chamber match. Um, Sasha exited via injury. And uh, so Becky had, or Bailey had to pretty much go in on her own. And uh, 
How does this one end? Oh, Nia Jax. So, uh, Bailey was um, fighting, you know, but uh, yeah, uh, just Nia ended up dominating. Like, there's a lot of chaos and hubbub with um, Liv and Logan, and everyone had spots and everything. Uh, but oh, I remember. I remember Renee said. Uh, th- speaking of Liv, I remember Renee said. I don't know if Liv Morgan's going to make it to this Sunday. And I thought, that is a wrestling commentator Hall of Famer right there. Like, that's that's a line that is always will always be used. I don't know if they're going to make it to Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's, that's classic. Like, that's been going on forever. That's it got, really has. That's got to be top ten of, of wrestling commentating. I don't know if they're going to make it to Sunday. It's always Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that in my everyday life. Just I don't, I don't know if they're gonna make it this Sunday. This has been Hell a tough. Yeah. This has been a tough shift. Um. <laughs> I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast, and with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. So yeah, this match, like we talked about, Nia Jax ends up going over uh, on Bailey because Bailey's shorthanded. Like we said, Nia or uh, Sasha goes out early via injury, and, and she actually walked out and looked back at the ring too, like uh, like a sad dog. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know why they keep. I think they're just trying to make us like root for the boss and hug connection. Like now they're underdogs, you know. Yeah. That's got to be why, because they've been doing, they've been playing this injury thing. This is the second time this has happened to Bailey. Um, but yeah, Nia. Second week in a row, too. Yep, Nia and uh, Tamina win. Well, it doesn't matter who wins; it matters who loses, and they pin Bailey, so oh. Sasha and Bailey will start. True that. True that. So Sasha and Bailey, we know will be one of the first contestants at the Elimination Chamber match, and uh, we'll figure out the second one on SmackDown because they did sure. the, they did the same exact thing, but opposite. You, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, continue. No, but like I'm trying to remember. Did they do the same exact thing, or was theirs the winner? Oh no, it's the same exact. Same. Oh, that's on the men's side. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what else from Raw besides the ladies tag match? Well, what what I was going to say real quick, uh, before we exit on that is, uh, do you like knowing who's going to be next or who's going to be in what order in the elimination chamber? 
Uh, yeah, no, not really. I think, I think it's. Be- I think like knowing who's gonna start is okay. I don't like on the men's side that we know who's gonna finish. Yeah, yeah, that, that's worse, in my opinion, because yeah, knowing who's gonna start. I mean, someone's gotta know who's gonna start eventually. Yeah. You know, if you want to keep the fans in the dark, I'm for keeping the fans in the dark. That's how it originally was. Like, you don't, like, but then people, fans realize, like, wait, that's unfair. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I guess it, it helps build hype. It, it makes it makes a match have consequences when building for something. But, yeah, like, I, don't, I don't want to know every order. True, true. But like you said, it does explain because it's a huge disadvantage and it does help explain like, well, you deserve that spot. Yeah. Because you lost the match. Uh, Then uh, there's a good match. There's two good matches on Raw that I liked. And the one I like to talk about is the Raw Tag Team Championship. Ooh, great match. You know, we're fans of the tag team matches, and it was Gable and Rude versus The Revival. Did The Revival earn this spot, or how did they come about it? Yeah, they've been, The Revival's been sniffing at these titles for a while. Oh, yeah, they had just won the Fatal 4-Way last week. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, and even so. before that, they've been sniffing at these titles. For sure. And it's, it's a solid match. It actually got the uh, Grand Rapids crowd uh, chanting and shit. Yeah, that's that's when I noticed it. I mean, I noticed it before, but then during this match, I'm like, "Well, this is this is great," and they're not into <laughs> it. They're not into it yet, but they kind of, like I said, they were they were watching. Like, it's not like they were bored. I think they just no. might, I think they just might not be a loud crowd. But anyway, uh, yeah, this got them to chant. This got them finally got them involved. It was a, it was a long match. I don't know how long, but yeah, it, it was a really good match. Yeah, and the Revival ended up winning this. Match of the night for me. I'd say so. Um, I'm glad they're champs, though. I, but I gained a lot of, like, I'm, I'm starting to come on to Rude and Gable, too. Yeah, I mean, what else, what else are either of them going to do without the other? So I'll take them as a, as a crew. Yeah, I mean they're they dress alike. I mean they're they're acting like a real tag team. Yeah. Uh, um, excited about the revival, but their music is terrible. Is I don't even pay attention to it. Yeah, they usually are in the ring by the time we get to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like I don't even know. It's like country rap, but not good. Who country rap? <sighs> I don't know. It's not... Everyone loves that combination. I've never heard a complaint. I don't know, man. They need to change that. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're champions. I liked it. Do you think they'll get a pre-show slot? Uh, for this for this pay-per-view? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they're defending, are they? No, not that, I mean, we, not that we know of, at least. Yeah, not, not that we know of. Um, so, no, I don't think so. I think it's too early in the game. Remember, okay. uh, the Rude and Gable don't get an automatic rematch anymore. I just remembered that after I asked you that. <laughs> so, rematch clauses are out. Yep, so. But yeah, I, I was pretty excited. I was listening to JR's podcast and, you know, buy some barbecue sauce, but. Seriously. 
<laughs> Besides that, JR was really big on revival. He thinks he, he thinks they could bring the game the uh, tag team wrestling back. Yeah, they probably can. They're cool, man. I, I'm I'm coming on to them. I never knew much about them. Like, were they, they were in NXT? I'm assuming. Yeah. So I never watched them there, but uh, yeah, I'm coming on for sure. I'm glad they're champs. And then uh, we get to the main event. Yeah, Dean Ambrose and EC3 had a match. That was not as good as last week, but okay. Yeah, real quick before we go on to that, what is, what's going on with Dean Ambrose? Like, is he really leaving? Because he's like, now he's just like putting people over, like EC3. Uh, he had that like scene where he set the chair up in the ring. You remember that? And he was like, I'm going to tell you something. And then like, oh, yeah. and then like Nia interrupted him. And then the next week we had him and Nia on Moment of Bliss and they're like going at it like they might be starting a feud and now he's in with EC3. I don't know, it's just kind of weird. He's just like putting EC3 over now. Like is he really leaving, you think? Or is Vince... I, I, no, I think we're getting worked. No, they're working. Hey, our, uh, our, our official position was that it was a work. Yeah. So we we're sticking and... to that. I, I'm thinking of all the upper mid card talent that's on its way back, like KO and Zane and shit, and even EC3. If he wants to go forward with EC3, they could have a fucking. I mean, I, I wouldn't give him a WrestleMania match or anything, but yeah. But if he wants to have a Mania match, I think he could with like Zane or someone. Yep. Or anyone really, like. Yeah, anyone. Well, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, is there anything else before the main event? Underrated match of the night, Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot. You might not have even seen it. <laughs> that, yep. What, yep. You gotta tell me who won that one. That was not on the cut. Uh, Ruby ended up winning, but Nikki had a strong showing. Uh, these two used to fight back in NXT, I believe, quite a bit. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm sad that we missed that one. Yeah, they worked well together. I mean, the crowd wasn't into it. But I, I I really enjoyed it, and I think Nikki's an underrated wrestler. I think she needs to tone it down on the craziness and just like save that for in ring craziness, you know? Yeah. Yep. We don't want like a 2015 Dean Ambrose where they make an Ambrose Asylum because you're quote unquote crazy and you're not even that hardcore of a guy. I said you're not hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Unless you live hardcore. <laughs> um so there was that I had uh one a couple quick notes uh Seth Rollins had an in-ring promo where Paul Heyman came out uh we got a couple of points physical I mean we got a couple of re- WrestleMania sign points I believe um did we have two there with one and yeah you, you said Heyman had one yep Heyman had one so we had two Wrestlemania sign points in that promo yep nothing much there just Seth versus Lesnar talk yeah it's, it's a very typical promo uh, Dean Ambrose did come out at the end come out at the end of the ring to tell Seth to slay the beast oh I forgot about that they're, they're working weird with these transitions now they are yeah, they like to transition. Uh, it's like a slideshow. 
they, yeah. they fade in between promo to match. Very smooth. Yeah, fade in, dissolve. Yep, they got it all. <laughs> Swipes. Swipes. Corner cut. Everything. Checkerboard dissolves. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, shit. Other than that, there was... We had Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor with uh, Lashley and Leo ringside. This one just turned into a schmoz. Uh, yeah. I liked... Uh, I did like Kurt, the, the hot dog Kurt Angle's appearance was nice. Yeah. We had... Uh-huh. Uh, he came out. He just sprinted to the ring like a hot dog and McIntyre met him out there. And uh, McIntyre... Er, Kurt Angle just ducks McIntyre's clothesline and then hits him with two quick hot dog hooks. And, <laughs> and then he just dips to the ring. That was good. Yeah. And this just turned into a six-man tag uh, with uh, the barbecue and Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, Drew, Drew Mack, and uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah. The barbecue is uh, Braun and Kurt, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Trying to get that stuff off the ground. Yeah. The barbecue. <laughs> I like it. Um, so I think that's about it. That brings us to our uh, conclusion of the show. Yep. Uh, so Becky, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H in-ring promo. Will she apologize is the question we've all been waiting for. Um, Becky does a very easy, I'm sorry, just kind of an I don't give a fuck real quick. I'm sorry. Um, and Becky or and Triple H and Steph accept this apology and award her the match at Mania versus Rousey. You got it. Congratulations. A reluctant handshake. Yeah, and, and you knew. Anybody, any wrestling fan knows right here and now that that's not the end of that. No. Triple it's a main H- event. No, Triple H just... He just walks away and you're just thinking, what? No. What's going to happen next? So Ronda Rousey comes out to face Becky, face to face. Uh, Vince just charges out. almost. Yeah, he absolutely, <laughs> like a bullet to try to shot. Yeah, he, he comes rumbling and bumbling out. Uh, I don't think that even, you know, the production staff knew he was coming because the music never hit. Like you, you oh. could you could hear it start, and he was already out there yapping, so they cut it off. You know, yeah. You could just barely hear it, so I don't even think production knew about this. Vince just charges the ramp, and he just goes crazy. He just basically says, "They might accept your apology, but I don't. You're suspended sixty days, and sixty days, five days after WrestleMania. So she's yep. suspended through WrestleMania." And then he just announces that Charlotte is Becky's replacement. And I think, like, if the crowd would have been a different crowd, it would have been mayhem. Yeah, bedlam. <laughs> it would have been pure bedlam. Because... Like, if they would have taken that to Chicago yeah. instead of Grand Rapids. Yeah, because, I mean, people were pissed. So, th- so right now, in kayfabe, Becky Lynch is out of WrestleMania. It's now Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. And that's where we're at right now. And you, you, you failed to mention Charlotte came out and Vince was raising her hand and claiming that she would also win. Yeah, so Charlotte's gone full heel. She's with the authority. 
She's uh, Vince's little favorite new toy. And um, yep. and and fuck Becky Lynch. Yep. So what? So what was your? I I, I got to say that the internet acted like like there's still a lot of people living the kayfabe lifestyle because the internet went crazy. They were like on Charlotte's Instagram page, like, like, trolling. Um, just just you you never earn your opportunities. Vince just loves you, and it's because of your daddy, and you got fake tits. Oh and, wow! And bleh. Yeah, they were pissed. People were pissed. They they actually think that Ronda Rousey's not going to be in this match. I'm sorry. That Becky. Beck, they actually think that Beck. Like you would have thought the internet was just totally got worked, and they think that Becky Lynch isn't going to be in this match. I mean, that's what Vince wants, right? Yeah. Like he prefer us all live in this kayfabe lifestyle. I get it. I just that was my immediate thought. Like, oh, triple threat. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I I never thought Becky was gone for real. I mean, I've been calling this triple threat for months, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both of us have, really. Yeah, I mean, we've always, like... I know you've been stirring on it. I've been going back and forth. There was a time there where I thought it was going to be mono e mano, as they say. But, What's um, your... uh Becky, Rhonda. Oh. Okay, I gotcha. But, yeah, like you said, we've always thought, like... I've always thought at least it was a possibility, and this pretty much confirms it. Yep. So what do you think uh, about what do you think about that? If we're right, triple threat. What do you think about Charlotte? I mean, <clears throat> I'm a Becky Mark, so the minor bit of kayfabe in me is pissed, but I know it's 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 definitely better for the match uh, because Charlotte's probably the best in ring wrestler on the women's side. I would say, even as a Becky Mark, I would say Charlotte's quite a bit better in ring. Yeah, I think if you're talking about quality of the match, it makes total sense. But Charlotte's got like, because of her size and stature and everything, she's she's like the Brock Lesnar of the women. So like, you don't want her too strong at the same time, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, what else was I going to say on this? Oh yeah, I was, ta- I was talking to you about this, but I think uh, I don't know if this was planned or not. Yeah, it it seems to me you're what you we're seeing is you know they started one direction and then they was like ah oh, no let's do something else and they're like oh well let's do this because it's just it's all craziness. Like at the beginning it was all about the doctor, and you got to get you got to get your leg cleared or you can't wrestle. Yeah. And then and then within a week's time that story just kinda got flushed down the toilet. Like oh the yeah, doctor says the you're doctor. fine. Yeah, oh the doctor says you're fine, but you have to apologize. And then Vince says, Okay, you apologize, but you're suspended again, which he was already suspended. Right. So it's 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 definitely they call it an audible at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh and my my conspiracy is I think they refuse to let uh Rod to get any heat they noticed that you know Becky's got by far the upper hand if they go motto e motto so let's throw in Charlotte let's make Charlotte full heel so Ronda still gets some pop yeah yeah not that's that's definitely got to be true and not only that like let's throw us all in Triple H Vince Steph 
Yeah, just, yeah, because that that if you throw the evil corporation in like they do every time of every every year this time of year, you know. Yeah. Then, then it gets people jazzed up because it, it reminds us all of the fucking Stone Cold McMahon era. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Like, it, it was good. I liked it, man. I thought this was all good. Like like you said, it's weird, clumsy. They called an audible at some point. So it wasn't like it was really well done, but that's wrestling, man. I like Vince taking the heel role more than Steph. Yeah, yeah. So bring it on. Yeah. I mean, that's wrestling. It shit happens. You change shit. You feel bad for Ruby at all? Oh, that's just... Or Asuka in that sense? Yeah, I feel more bad for Asuka. Where's she at? Man, they need to, like, team up Asuka and Ruby for WrestleMania or something, because she cannot get left out. Yeah, Asuka... um, Well, we're about to get to SmackDown, but yeah, Asuka was not on SmackDown again. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, okay, so overall ratings of Raw, huh? Uh, I would say, I'm, I, I like this angle, even though it was clumsy to get there. I like this angle a lot. Other than that, I liked the tag team match a lot. I will give it, uh, I'll give it three. three yeah, stars. I, I, I will agree with three, man. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, he, he kept us engaged with the, uh. With the old attitude era, wait till the end of the show to see what happens. Yeah. And I don't know if you got this on the Hulu cut, but they kept like showing Becky backstage, like she was getting counseled by Finn, she got counseled by Alexa, everyone. I saw her talk. No, I didn't see. We didn't see Finn. We saw Alexa, and we saw uh, one other one. Was it three of them? Yeah, she had she. Uh, one of the backstage interviewers tried to get an interview with her and she was a little sassy okay I don't know I don't I don't think I saw Finn but maybe I did definitely saw Alexa did we see Rhonda backstage yeah she talked to Rhonda oh yeah. Uh, yeah she said uh, otherwise she's a Becky's a coward if she doesn't do this yep yep that's probably the one I saw yeah so yeah three stars <laughs> overall all right, and then we went to SmackDown. SmackDown's going to be pretty easy because it was pretty much all one match. Yeah. Um, but they did have a recap of all the... I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was masterfully designed new episodes available now subscribe to the perfect scam podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas they added bacon to their bacon it's donato's new bacon duo pizzas two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon and the chipotle bacon duo with canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon now get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza use promo code 2 donato's every piece is important Stuff we talked about on Raw with Vince, Ronda, Stephanie, Becky, Triple H. We had a recap of that. 
And yep. and then we had a Charlotte in ring promo. Yeah, and Charlotte's claiming that she's not aligned with uh, Vince in any way. Vince is just seeing her as a superior being. So they might slow burn their uh, relationship a little bit over the next month, make it pure evil. Yep. But Charlotte's still heelish. Don't get a don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, she she went. She's doing the old. I think the last thing she said in her promo was just "shut your mouth" to the crowd. Oh uh, yeah, there was one lone guy heckling him, heckling her quite a bit that I could hear very faintly. So that's who she was talking to. Yeah. Uh, she. You gotta, did, you gotta like that. Get crowd heat. Oh yeah, she she was. It was a good promo. Yeah. Uh, it was. I mean, she's she's good on the mic. Who do you think's better on the mic? Like. Well, right now, Becky's just hotter, so, like, Becky would be right now, but overall, who do you think's better on the mic, Charlotte or Becky? Heel Charlotte? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Becky bar, so I'm going Becky. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. partially involved. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer either, because right now it'd be Becky, but Charlotte's pretty damn good. But, yeah. Yeah, she's worked it before. She came in as a, I mean, she didn't come in as a heel, but she got big as a heel. Oh, she's a way better heel. It's in the it's in the bloodline. Flair was Flair was a, a great heel. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, you had that promo, and that was pretty straightforward. Uh, she also mentioned that she'll be in the front row. I don't know if that is literally or a metaphor, but she'll be in the front row for Ronda versus Ruby at Elimination Chamber. I think that's going to be a literal. Does she mean front row or like by the announcers? I don't know. That was that was my question. Like, is she gonna John Cena or is she gonna go classic uh, announce table? I hope she John Cena's. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. <clears throat> so then after this, we got the uh, SmackDown side of the women's triple threat tag team. Uh, the loser of this will start the elimination chamber against Sasha and Bailey. Probably just Bailey. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what did you like from this? Anything? Uh, this it was okay. I I got cold feet on the women's tag title after all this. Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm still excited about it, but I got a little cold feet because no, uh, you, got, you, you got to see the talent out there in both Raw and SmackDown, and it wasn't that impressive at all. No, and I I, I just don't think like. I don't think they're, I think it can be great. I just don't think right now they're prepared. Uh, I don't think they have enough teams that are good. But I mean, there's so many women, like, they're, it could definitely be good. There's no doubt. Like, there's a lot of women wrestlers right now, obviously, in the company. Yeah. And more are coming in. So, like, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it time. But yeah, right now, this, this made me a little nervous. No, I was, I was more or less just talking about the Elimination Chamber match. I'm still all for the women's tag. Uh, I don't think it should be ungodly prominent if if the Raw tag is just trying to get its footing and SmackDown's running through the same couple of scenarios. Yeah, the tag teams, and hopefully they can turn it around because right now it's in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm still excited for the Elimination Chamber match. I think it could be good. Uh, but it's definitely up against some some uh, some trouble. For sure. 
they had some they had video packages for these ones. You remember? Oh yeah, that? they did. Uh, Iconics one was good, of course. Uh, Carmella was looking crazy as hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sonia, Sonia and Mandy's was the worst for sure. It was really lengthy. Yeah. And uh, we don't. Yeah, they need to shut the hell up. Yeah, there was no need for that at all. Like, Iconics was a little bit lengthy, but they were talking about something significant. And uh, Sony and Mandy weren't at all. It was super weird. Nope. Um, oh, so and... from this match... Uh... Oh, sorry, did you have something else? No, the, well, there. I just remembered, wasn't there... Doesn't there had Raw Women's Team video packages as well? Yeah, yeah, I've never seen Nia and Tamina. That's what and, I was gonna uh, say. That one was super weird. Yeah, Nia and Tamina is like uh, Nia just kept talking every time Tamina tried to talk. Nia would cut her off. is is really strange. Yeah, I, I didn't know if Tamina was supposed to be doing like the hype man thing, which would make sense. Uh, but she was bad at it, or Nia like the timing was way off. Like you just Tamina would just mumble in the background, like during Nia's speech it was super weird <laughs> yeah exactly uh i don't re- sasha and bailey was i thought living living sarah's was weird sarah dropped her accent oh really yeah oh man the old lana <laughs> yep old lana because remember when she she first erupted on the scene she really Went with uh, Hunter. I'm a skin ya. Yep. Skin you like a squirrel. Yep. Now, now it's just like kind of southern, you know. Yep. Who won that match? Uh, ended up uh, Naomi pinned Mandy. Okay. Yep. So Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are are in the ring first. With Sasha and Bailey. So that's that's your that's your first entry for Elimination Chamber. Another reason to. Get uh get some pop for Sasha and Bailey probably. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> then we had uh McMiz TV <laughs> with McMuffin. Yep. This one was interesting. Shane, the, so the Usos came out. Yep. And uh, so they had a little back and forth, and Shane really fizzled out at the end of this one. Do you remember that? <laughs> Well, when it started to get hot? No, he just, like, he ran out of stuff to say. It was like, I was cutting a promo. He's just like, that's how you'll be at Elimination Chamber when we beat you. And then he just, like, held the title up in his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just went brain dead at the end. Yeah, he's a little rusty out there. And then he just said, I'll see Oh, I remember he just said, I'll see you on Sunday. I wish the Usos should have said, I don't know if I'll make it to Sunday. <laughs> Seriously, dude, that'd be great. Um, yeah, Miz and Shane were, uh, they're in Toledo, which ain't far from uh, Miz's hometown, so he was uh, pumping up with uh, local, local, uh, Smokies. Pops. 
know, he mentioned the minor league baseball team. Like, if you mentioned the Peoria Chiefs, I wouldn't fucking hoot and holler. No. No, but the, yeah, he he did that. Well, there was another cheap pop. What was it? Is it what? The, like, there was another cheap pop besides the uh, the Toledo, the the minor league baseball team. There was something else. Yeah, well, he was just asking shit. Like, they're cutting a promo with the Usos. Like, the Usos are like, hey, what's my favorite color? Blah, blah, blah. Like, to prove that they're a yeah. tag team. Then Shane, Miz was just asking Shane questions and uh, whispering the answers to Shane so it, Shane could uh, repeat them on the mic for the crowd. Yeah. But yeah, I can't remember the first question, but the second one was the minor league baseball team that was in Toledo. Yep. So they're just kind of previewing their match, uh, the greatest tag team in the world versus the Usos at Elimination Chamber. Co-besties, Eric. Oh, excuse me, the co-besties. He's staying strong. Yep, the co-besties, I apologize. So then we have the uh, quote-unquote main event. The gauntlet match. Yeah, and I had no idea what these rules were before the match started. Like, they did a terrible job of explaining it in the previews. Oh, of what the gauntlet match is? I mean, I know what a gauntlet match is, but, like, what the stipulations of the gauntlet match were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we learned earlier in the show that Mustafa Ali is uh, injured. Yep. So he will not be able to compete and the Elimination Chamber, so one of the New Day is going to get their spot. Oh, that part was confusing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was confused about, actually. It was like, wait, are the New Day fighting each other to determine who gets in the match, or what's going on? Yeah, because then they preview the gauntlet match, and they, like, I thought they were saying the winner will get the last spot in the, uh, well, they were saying the winner will get the last spot in the Elimination Chamber match, but I thought they meant, like, Mustafa Ali's vacant spot. So I'm like, wait, so one of the New Day has to get through all five of the, like, the entire New yeah. Day's facing yeah. these, these people? What the hell's going on? Yeah, that was confusing. I agree. <clears throat> but ended up, uh, the New Day were going to elect one of their own to represent them in this match and in the Elimination Chamber. So they uh, elect Kofi Kingston, the grizzled vet. Yep. And Kofi Kingston starts this some bitch off with Daniel Bryan. Both, both have their uh, valets of the New Day and Eric Rowan at ringside. Yep. Recycle Rowan. Yep. <laughs> Is that what we're calling him? Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah, dude! Recycle Rowan. Um. They put on a, like, good God, this is a long match for uh, the first match of a gauntlet. Yeah, it felt like, I don't know if you you clocked it, but it felt like 25 minutes. For the the first one? Yeah. It could have been, dude. Like, Like, it was the commercial, I want to say, twice. Yeah, I mean, I might be that might be too much, but it could have been twenty five minutes long. It was it was a really good match. It was at least fifteen, at the very yeah. least. Oh yeah, yeah. Kofi versus Daniel Bryan, really good match. Um, Kofi ends up advancing 
due to the trouble in par- or, uh, via trouble in paradise. Yep. And at this point, both sides got uh, barred from ringside, New Day and then Eric Rowan. Yep. So yeah, Kofi advances. Uh, Jeff Hardy comes out. Thought that was an interesting choice. Yep. But uh, the 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 flip and fly and win will the swanton stop, Eric? Yep. Win <laughs> will the swanton stop? Not anytime soon because they they put on a show and they gave him probably about what ten minutes. Yep. Yep. Jeff Hardy still looks he he still looks really good in ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. I don't know how old he is, but he's still hanging in there for sure. Uh, Kofi ended up winning this with an SOS, which is like a a lake sweep, a lake trap flip type thing. I don't, I don't really understand moves anymore. Yeah. No, that one was pretty cool though. I like that. Yeah. And then uh, the bull in the china shop, Samoa Joe, is the next entrance. So we have Kofi versus Samoa Joe. Yep. This was a really good one, too. Yeah, this one, Samoa Joe came out hot. And uh, you thought for sure, like he always does. But uh, you thought for sure, or at least I thought for sure, this was when Kofi would go down. Oh, yeah, same here. But uh, Kofi ends up reversing the, the how do you say his, Kohita? Kohita. Kohita. Kohita? Yep, Kohita. Ends up reversing the Kokita clutch into some kind of roll-up. Yeah, just a bit. Some kind of pinning maneuver, so Kofi kind of steals one from Joe. Um, And then that one, then AJ is the next. So Kofi's last, this is Kofi's fourth match. Now he's versus AJ. Well, first, um, Joe attacked him. Joe attacked Kofi after the bell and AJ oh, yeah. had to run in and save him. And like Kofi's lifeless at this point, you know. Yeah. He'd already fucking like had several close shaves with count outs and stuff throughout these first three matches. Yeah. Um and AJ's like pleading, like, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do this. Like Of course he does. What yeah. other chance does he have? Yeah. Get yeah. that last spot, Kofi. So Kofi all of a sudden pulls his uh, inner linebacker mode out and goes from lifeless to just being Ray Lewis. Yeah. You know, he gets up in AJ's face like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really emotional at that point. He yeah, was like, he, he had to be behind Kofi at that point. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, he was like talking about how he's been. Like, if you listen to him, you can hear him talk about like, I've been here for 11 years. Yeah, f- fight me and all this stuff. Uh, so exactly. it's it started out super stiff. Like Kofi and AJ back and forth, really stiff. AJ hit him with like this backbreaker from hell. Like Kofi yelped like a dog. Do you remember that? Oh, that was disturbing. I don't know. I I don't know if they worked me at that point or if Kofi was actually in pain, but good God. I don't know. Either way, it worked. Totally successful. Yeah, Yeah, that was very disturbing. I did not like that. So this one, we were getting towards the end of SmackDown, so I think it was a bit rushed, uh, which is understandable, but AJ uh, ends up finally getting Kofi out of there with a 
calf crusher or something, right? Some kind of submission? Yeah. Probably, calf crusher. Probably the calf crusher. Kofi had lasted over an hour at this point. Yeah, it was a hell of a performance. Like, we can't not give it up for Kofi Kingston after this SmackDown. Like, it was his show. Yeah, give him a round of applause right now, Sauce. Let's let's do it. This one's for Kofi Kingston. A, I got you. Got to say, a Hall of Famer uh, in any in any thought at this point. Yeah, I mean, we we all. Uh... Under undervalue him because he's in the new day now, but he is a goddamn grizzled vet. If you look at his uh, accomplishments, like you could argue for sure he could be a Hall of Famer as a singles wrestler. Is that right? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's no, there's no way he's not in there with the new day. Oh yeah. Like the new day is a Hall of Fame tag team for sure. Oh yeah, totally. So no worries there, but I think you could make the argument. I heard some guy listing it off, and it was pretty impressive, man. Lots of IC titles, lots of tag titles, four different tag teams he's won titles with. Damn, dude. Yeah. Um. So how? So oh yeah, we forgot to finish this one off. So AJ advances via calf crusher. He only got Randy Orton left, and in classic Orton fashion, he sneaks up. <laughs> Sneaks up from behind with the RKO out of nowhere and wins the last entry in the Elimination Chamber match. Indeed. Uh, yeah, you got the music, so AJ's looking towards the stage. I'm sorry, AJ, were you born yesterday? Yeah, this is the Viper, okay? He models his lifestyle after a snake. Yeah. So, so he's going to come out of the weeds and fucking hit you. Yeah. So he snuck out of the tall grass and bit him. RKO to win. Yep. Boom. And this this show had an old school ending. Like, I I wish JR was just yelling in the background because immediately after the pinfall, it ended. Yeah, I mean, the the timing was spectacular on WWE's (laughs) part. Oh, yeah, they probably went long as shit. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? We don't watch it on the cable, so I don't know. But it seemed like immaculate timing or they went over. Yeah, I'd say they definitely went over because, like you said, the AJ match was a little rushed. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I thought this Raw, I mean, this SmackDown was really good. I mean, that match was awesome. Yeah, it worried me at first. I'm like, what? We're already doing a gauntlet match? Is there something after this? Yeah. But it was long uh, and it was worth it. Yeah, the gauntlet was good. I didn't like much else besides it. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh, for Kofi. I'm, Kofi gets three stars. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna put it at three too. Uh, yeah, Kofi earned all three stars. Yeah, this the the Charlotte thing was was uh, pretty par for the course. Yeah, that was automatic. And then the women's tag kind of answered a few questions, but it was weird in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, yeah, no doubt. I'm going to give it three. I thought it was a solid week of wrestling. For sure. Um, that leads us to this weekend's events. The Elimination Chamber. Uh, we forgot to mention we're going to get Wolf on here as our special guest prognosticator. Yep. Um, before we do that, Jeff, 
Should we go ahead and hit him with that 30 second Bulls update? Sure, dude. And where where is he coming from? Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. The Wiz. Okay. Now, in Washington, he had the uh, he had the reputation of being a passive aggressive three point spot up shooter because they had Bradley Beal and John Wall doing most of the ball handling there. Obviously, the Wiz isn't a great culture. And Otto Porter Jr. was excited to come to Chicago because he has been playing his fucking ass off, man. He's been uh, fitting in seamlessly with the Bulls. You can notice immediately how much more the floor is spaced and the offense uh, flows better because of his presence. In the last week, before this All-Star break, the Bulls had four games. Otto Porter Jr. scored 18-17. 18, and then in the last game, a career high of 37. Woo! Hell of a performance. The Bulls also went 2-2 two and two in this stretch, including a win at, at Brooklyn, who's a solid team this year. Yep. Don't doubt Brooklyn. They're, they're young and good. They some dogs, as yeah, uh, dogs. I'm pretty That's sure. It. Is that Stephen A? Huh? Stephen A, is he the one? He calls them some dogs. Does he? Yeah. Nice. I agree with Steven there. They are some dogs. <laughs> so then they had that game. Uh, they won there. Then Bobby and Jabari returned uh, for a United Center game. Washington won this. This is off of back-to-back for both teams. And Bobby didn't play that great. Jabari played angry. He had seven, seven dunks to start the game. Uh, let's see Jabari play like that on a consistent basis. I doubt it. Yeah. And then we lost to Milwaukee. That's par for the course. But we, we put up a fight. Good. I mean, Milwaukee's first in the NBA, so. <clears throat> and then uh, Wednesday night was our win against uh, Memphis. We had Joakim Noah back. Did you know he played for the Memphis Grizz? No. Yeah, he got signed earlier this season, I believe. Wow. Uh, so he was back in the United Center, got a standing ovation coming off the bench as he should. He was going toe to toe with Lowry Markin and Robin Lopez and Cristiano Felicio. My personal favorite duo was him and Lopez because that's that's a squirrely bunch. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, he had eight points and he had a dunk. So uh, he, he, he was coming off the... winning that game. They had control over it from. Uh, head to toe, like I said, Otto Porter Jr., career high 37, 
And Archie Gacchino got the start for Dunn, and he had a career-high 11 assists. So that's where we are at the All-Star break. 14-44, and 13th in the East, uh, fourth last place overall. But, well, first of all, there was a lot of uh, jelly in those donuts. I'm sorry, I kind of blazed through a lot of shit there. No, I mean, that was a good, that was a great 30-second update. Um, Trying to keep it fast. That was a great 30-second update, but we need to know the Bulls' record since the new guy joined. Two and two. Okay, so let's just look at that record. I'd say so, because uh, (laughs) basically the Chicago Riders are kind of shunning Dunn out at this point. Dunn hasn't regressed as much as the Bulls would like, and they're kind of calling their big three Levine, Porter, and Markkinen at this point. Huh. Already? Well, like the front office isn't saying like Dunn's out of the picture. They just like people are just kind of implying that. Yeah. But it's just because he's not ex- excelling as much as Levine, Porter, and Marketing have. So we'll we'll see where that goes. Well, thank you, Jeff, for that thirty-second Bulls update. That was a lot of good info. Yes, sir. Uh, ex- go, Bulls. I'm, go Bulls. I'm excited about the new guy. Oh, yeah. So. Lionel Richie. <laughs> so, should we get into our predictions for this weekend? The WWE Elimination Chamber 2019? Yeah, let's get uh, Wolf on the horn. All right, let me, let me try to give him a jingle here. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if we'll be able to hear him. I predict. What's going on here? Are we calling? Are you calling? Yeah. Are you are you able to call? Try FaceTime. Is that what you did last time? Let me try again. Try going, uh, go to, like, your call. Ladies and gentlemen. just, like, there's a button that says add call. Oh, can you, are you still there? Are you there? I'm here. Ooh. Hold on. Are you still there? I'm here. Yeah, that didn't work. I, I, I can FaceTime on my iPad out. Oh, good that'll be. Let me try this. Hold on. Wolf? Oh, hey, what's up? Okay. Can you hear him, Jeff? Yeah, loud and clear, buddy. All right. Hey, what's up, buddy? I think we're all good. Thank you for joining us, Wolf, as our guest prognosticator for the WWE Elimination Chamber 2019. Thanks for having me. Yes. So, have you been following wrestling? Uh, here and there. Okay, so we get an we get an inside uh, scoop from a casual fan. Casual fan. All right. Um. So what we'll do is we'll just go through the matches, and then we'll make our predictions. I have here what appears to be a pre-show match between Buddy Murphy, current champion, versus Akira Tozawa. For the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. We'll start with you, Jeff. Who do you like? Uh, I'm going to go... I know nothing about this, obviously, but I'm going to go Murphy. Murphy it is. Wolf? Uh, I'm going in blind as well. I'm going to go Akira. Okay. How do you spell that? So, yeah, I could be pronouncing it wrong. I got A-K-I-R-A... 
T O Z A W A. Yeah, that's right. Akira Tozawa. Yeah. Good job. All right. I'm terrible at pronouncing everything, so that's a win. Um, I'm going to go Buddy Murphy retains. So Wolf's the only one taking Akira there. Um, Next we got... Who should we go next? Let's go Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a no disqualification match. That's a match? Yeah, I didn't know about this either. <laughs> um, so, Jeff, who do you got there? Uh, I'm going with Meat Stack. One half of the barbecue, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yep. Wolf, Wolf, who do you got? <laughs> this isn't for like a title or no. anything, is it? Nope, this is just a grudge match, I guess. Ooh. I'm going to have to be contradictory and go with the lone wolf. Corbin? Yeah. Maybe get some help from uh, one of his cohorts like Lashley or McIntyre. It is no DQ. It is no DQ. Alright, I will go... I'm going to agree with Wolf and go Baron with a lot of fuckery. They've been really burying Braun lately, it seems like. Yeah, he he used to be like... He was going to go for the title. Oh, well. It is... No, I agree. It is weird. I don't know what's going on with Braun. Maybe he's just still injured. Um, Let's see. Next, let's go... Let's go The Miz and Shane McMahon, a.k.a. the co-besties, the champions of the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship versus the Usos. Jeff, who do you got? Oh, man. How many top champions are these? Five, Oose. Five, Oose? I'll, I'll, I'll go with the co-besties. Wolf? I gotta go with the Usos. Okay. I'm gonna go co-besties. Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's any reason to take it off of them yet. Plus, uh, one of the Usos just got arrested. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know if that'll play, if that'll have a uh, part in this or not, but... Big money if I actually win that one. Yep. So, next we'll go Bobby Lashley, Intercontinental Champion, versus Leo Rush. Wait, uh, excuse me. Bobby, Lash- Bobby Lashley, Intercontinental Champion, and Leo Rush. Versus Finn Balor, and this is a handicap match. Did we know about that? Yeah, they mentioned it on Raw. Okay, so how does this work? Uh, Finn can pin either one of them, but it is a handicap match. It's, they're probably going to make it one of those tag-in, tag-out handicap matches, though. Not a tornado handicap. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. Okay, so we'll, we'll assume it's a tag handicap match so you got bobby and leo versus finn for the intercontinental championship handicap match who do you got jeff i'm going with lashley wolf uh i'm going balor yeah i was thinking i don't know i'm i'm really i don't know here 
Uh, I'm going to go Balor, too. I think you'll get Leo Rush somehow. I'm going to go Balor as well. Okay. Next, we will go the Tag Team Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. So Why don't you throw this one off, Sauce? All right. <laughs> From Raw, we got Nia and Tamina versus the Riot Squad, which will be Liv and Sarah versus Bailey and Sasha. The Hug and Boss Connection. And from SmackDown, we got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, The Iconics, and Naomi and Carmella. Those are your six teams. And I'm going to go... I'm going to stick to my guns and go with the fanboy pick of Iconics. Wolf. Hell yeah. Wolf, who do you like? Uh, what was the, the Boss and Hugs or whatever it was? Bailey Sasha? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a that's that's a really solid pick, Jeff. I didn't want to steal your thunder on your hot take sauce. That's why I wanted you to go first, but I too am gonna go with the iconics. I like your trail. All right, give it to the heels first. I love the way they yell in the ring. Like it's so annoying, but it's a great heel move. <laughs> yeah. Like Billy Kay's voice is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's obnoxious. All right, so we got two matches left. We got Ronda Rousey, Raw Women's Champion versus Ruby Riot. Wolf, who do you got? Ooh. I think I can keep the the Rousey train going, so I've got to go with Ronda. Jeff. Yep. Yep. Clear sweep for Ronda. I think that's our first clear sweep of the night. Yeah, it is. Yep. Okay, and then you got. What will probably be your main event, or I'm sure will be your main event, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryant, current champ, versus AJ Styles, versus Jeff Hardy, versus Randy Orton, versus Samoa Joe, versus Kofi Kingston. Wolf, who do you like? Uh, man. Uh, I'm just going to go with the Fickle Pickle. Yep. Jeff? Are you going pickle as well? Was that a yep or is that... uh... Yeah, that's an official yep. I'm sticking with with Daniel Bryan retains. Oh, for sure. They're not dropping this storyline yet. He's going to keep that hip belt. Yeah, they didn't bring that thing out just to parade it around for a couple weeks. No. (laughs) That thing's going to mania. Yep. So that's another clean sweep for Bryan. Interesting. Yeah, so we our only agreeance was Daniel Bryan and what else? Ronda. Ronda. Yeah. Ronda. Those are pretty easy picks. One would think. I would be surprised if either of those went another way, but it's possible. What if they did go Kofi Kingston? That'd be pretty badass. That'd be amazing. Is he really from Jamaica? Might be. All right, we gotta look this up. Could be from New York. He is from Ghana. Yeah. Hey, Wolf. Yeah. Kevin Owens was uh, 
giving us an update with a Blackhawks hat on. Oh, really? While, yep. he, while he was bo- bowling. Yep. Bowling with a Blackhawks hat. Isn't he from Quebec? Yeah, I thought you might enjoy that. It's kind of strange. Why isn't he a Canadians fan? Hawks fans! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30-second Hawks update. Yeah, yeah hey, the Hawks, Hawks are actually in they're, they're they're Florida Panthers territory. Place, so no number one pick for us, hopefully. Yeah. What, they didn't tank for the number one pick? They're not tanking. They're actually pulling out something pretty good right now. They're getting kind of hot. Huh. Yeah, yeah. They're, they've been hot. They, they, they're on an eight-game winning streak there for a while. Like, yeah. good, like good enough to turn around and get in the playoffs or no? They're in Florida Panthers territory. Oh, so they're nine games out <laughs> exactly. for, for the rest of their lives. It's not they're, they're, close, they're closer than the Panthers, technically, last I checked. Yeah. Okay. So that's not bad. No. That should be interesting. What if that'd be cool if they did turn it around? I haven't watched a single game. Neither have I. I haven't watched too many this year. Ugh. Do you watch them at, like in bars or where do you go? Where do you go? Yeah, I usually have to go to the bars unless uh, sometimes every once in a blue moon they'll be on like WGN or something on antenna. Oh yeah, like the Bulls. Yeah, that's only you know if I cash it. Well, best of luck. Go Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, go Hawks. Give a horn, Eric. I'll give him a horn. All right. All right. Um, any any last words about Elimination Chamber, anyone? Should be fun. Last review before Mania. No, I think there's going to be a roadblock. Oh, good God! I forgot about roadblock. I don't know if it's. It could literally Third be called. Late. I'm saying it's going to be a roadblock, but it could literally be called road roadblock. <laughs> we don't know. I, I think. Hasn't it been called that? I know it's been called Fastlane in the past. Oh, for sure. Here, I can figure it out. I'm right on the Wikipedia page. The next one is... Uh, no, it doesn't say. Oh, yeah, it does. Fastlane. Oh, What's that? Fastlane is... Yeah, it doesn't say. We don't have a date. Oh, yeah, we do. March 10th. That's got to be the worst name for a pay-per-view. Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, boy. Yep, and there's nothing yet, so we don't have anything planned for that. Okay. Life in the fast lane. That's life in in the fast lane. (laughs) Do we know who sings that? No. Nope. All right, well, I got to run, boys. Thanks for coming on, Wolf, for that guest prognostication. If yep, that, thanks for having me, fellas. If that's a word, um, we'll, we'll, we'll call you for the next one. Alright. Alright, later, Wolf. Later. Alright. Well, with that, Jeff, I think we'll give one more horn. And I don't think I have anything else. I think I'm good. Check out the Slam Dunk Contest Saturday. 
Oh, is it going to be good? I don't know. It's usually not, is it? Nah. Yeah, you never... It, it could be boring. I don't know. Like, for me, ever since Vince Carter did the arm in the net, like that one, that was the best slam dunk I ever saw. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine was good, and that was before Levine was a bull. Okay. But, uh. yeah, check out All-Star Weekend. It should be fun. And... On that note, check out All-Star Weekend. We will talk to you after the Elimination Chamber. Give us a follow on Instagram. Rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes and Apple Podcast. And uh, we'll see you after Elimination Chamber. Night-night. Night-night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't don't understand. Good. Okay. While the family's together for the holidays, why not plan your next summer vacation? Right now, Ocean Isle Beach has lots of places to choose from. So book your Ocean Isle Beach getaway today at OceanIsleStyle.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 